0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 34 of Making It. This is Bob Claggett here with Jimmy Duresta and David Pacuto. How's it going, guys? Very you good? Good? Hi, guys. Good, good. Took us a while to get this show rolling because of uh, technical stuff, but now we sound good and we're ready to go. Yeah. So, before we get rolling, I want to thank Luis Gonzalez, Jeremy White, and Juan Vargas. Those guys and everybody else at Patreon who support the show um, are awesome, and we're really grateful for the support. Uh, thanks for sharing the show around. There's been a lot of, of uh, tweeting about the show and good comments and stuff from people lately. It's really awesome. So
1: Yeah, it's nice to see when people post it on Facebook, so thank you all for that.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's great to hear people in it and getting something out of it.
2: Yep, sure.
0: Yeah, so um, let's get into it. What are huh. we working on?
2: I am working on a coffee table where the the top will lift up and come towards you so you can eat off of it. Or oh yeah, that cool hardware. Yeah, uh, you put your laptop on it, and I'm making that out of walnut plywood. And it's got an aluminum base where I'm soldering the aluminum pieces together. My first time doing that, and uh, so it's it's fun. Uh, it's almost done. It should be out on Monday, I think.
1: Sweet. Very cool. I'm working on uh, my vampire spike table. I didn't decide to call it that till after I posted the picture on Instagram. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, cool, they look like vampire spikes. So <laughs> that's what I keep calling it, the vampire spike table. And that was really just uh, – that, that started out as an experiment on my new lathe, playing with the tapering jig. And so I envisioned the table with these big aluminum legs poking through. And then while I was working on it, I came up with the idea of hammering the tops. So they look like spikes that have been used over and over. So,
2: Oh, is the hole tapered in the wood as well?
1: You notice uh, one of the pictures, the the legs are only tapered about two-thirds of the way. And then that last third Mm. stays exactly two inches. And Mm. so that's the the majority of what will be stuck through the tabletop. Gotcha. And uh, then uh, today I just started my make video, which is a little late, but hopefully I'll be able to get it in for tomorrow. It's a, a draw knife restoration. And I just Instagrammed a picture of that. So that's, that's going to be fun, too. Nice. An old draw knife I bought at the, the antique sale I went to a couple weeks ago.
0: Are you having to do a lot of work on the metal, or is it mostly just no, – uh, I saw cleaning. you turn, turning the handles.
1: Yeah, just cleaning it up. I, the metal, I mean, it makes a nice transformation because it kind of had, like, paint on it and stuff. An interesting fact is I thought it was hand-forged because it's got like kind of hammer marks in it and stuff and a couple of grind marks in it. But when I cleaned it all off, it's made by Petco. And uh, it's a company that makes metal and woodworking tools. So I, I didn't see that that tooling mark until after I cleaned it. So it's actually a manufactured Oof. piece, probably from about fifty years ago. So it's fun. I'm cleaned it up. i got it nice back to silver again. I'm going to sharpen it, and I plan on trying to shave with it. So, sweet thing, okay. shave my mustache off on camera. Yes. <laughs>
0: It'd be awesome if it was like three feet wide. This is like gigantic and you're trying to shave your mustache. Yeah, I'm just. Gonna, it's, about, it's
1: about 18 inches wide. I'm just going to hold both handles and shave my mustache off. I hope it slip and cut the end of my nose off. That would, yeah, that'd be bad. It'd be a good
0: video. It would ruin your your YouTube presence from now on. <laughs> yeah. like the dude with no nose.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> God forbid. God forbid. God forbid.
0: Well, I've been working on um, a ring light for a GoPro. So I Yeah,
1: you sent me the picture of that. That's cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's fun. It was like the first project that I have three D modeled something specifically for three D printing. And that's always been like the big gap in my mind about three D printing is like need. you know, you have a you have a need and then to get to the actual finished thing is like that modeling process and and it was actually a lot easier than I thought it was gonna be. So it was pretty cool, you know, modeling around some real you, world. It's gonna have stuff.
1: a rheostat, stat so you could dial the lights up and down?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's got a little potentiometer on the side so you can dim it and Very cool. It could be expanded to, you know, like you could change the color of the LEDs and all that. Oh, cool. uh,
1: What is it running off? What kind of voltage?
0: uh, It's 5 volts. Yeah, so it doesn't take much. And they are crazy bright. The LEDs are really (laughs) bright. Are there those little tiny flat squares that you get from like Bidig? Yeah, I'm actually using um, from Adafruit, which is up there near you. Um, They have a NeoPixel ring, and it's like 12 of these RGB LEDs on a little perfboard ring. And I had it on my desk and just realized all of a sudden that it happened to fit perfectly around the GoPro lens. Like, oh, wow. Perfectly. I was just fiddling with them on my desk. And then I was like, oh, I need to make this into a thing, you know? So, very cool. Yeah. So it worked
1: out. And um, does the whole housing except the GoPro? Does it like the GoPro snaps into it and
0: everything else? It, well, it kind of, it's tight enough that it fits right around the lens. Oh, and cool. So it that, there's to- like a, like a tension fit there, so it just yeah. holds onto it, but you know the next version of it i'll probably extend the 3 d printed piece to actually carry the camera a little more and yeah you know to put a, more of a case around the electronics right now it's all kind of exposed so you can see it and you know to make for an interesting video, uh-huh. but it, it would get wet and stuff if you were to use it yeah you know in the field
2: there's a commercial for some fitness company that runs in between or runs on Hulu television shows i don't know that i don't remember the name of the fitness company but it's really really obvious that they have the the ring light around the lens of the camera because everybody's eyes has this like weird white circle yeah
1: yeah yeah. they get that's the the catch light is a ring light yeah Yeah,
2: and it drives me nuts like i just cannot even pay attention to what they're saying because their eyes look so evil
0: huh (laughs) yeah that would be that would make it hard to pay attention to somebody (laughs) Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm working on, and uh, I'm already ahead on some other stuff. So I'm working on other videos for next week and the week after and stuff. But.
2: Very cool. Very cool.
0: Yeah. Very cool. So, um, what do you want to talk about today? Yeah, what are we talking about today?
2: I don't know.
1: Oh, is that
0: my job to introduce? Sure, Sorry, I forgot.
1: <laughs> well, we have a special guest today. We have David Welder. David, say hi. Hello, David has been working with me in the shop for is it has it been about seven or eight years? Is
3: um. It- Going on about nine.
1: Yeah, it's been, uh, well, you know how I remember, and I just forgot to remember, but I remember because we met when I was 40, the year I turned 40, and now I'm 48. So that's how long we've known each other. And uh, David, you have an up and coming YouTube channel?
3: Yeah, uh, I started about seven months ago. I actually created it, uh, I think around three years ago, I put up maybe three videos, you know, just uh, with no direction, random things, uh, but got very serious. Uh sort of got the taste for blood, uh, <laughs> of, you know after the first two videos, it was exciting. I love the whole community of makers and just the open source of knowledge and help and ideas and ways of thinking uh the input comments, you know the trolls it's all pretty much good stuff.
1: David's the troll, by the way, in case anybody was curious in my last table saw video. Dave is Dave is actually the the troll Mister Trollman.
0: So some <laughs> people like
1: that, some people hated it, but about ninety five percent of the people liked it. So we got to figure out how to get him in the next tips video. Nice somehow.
2: So. Did that bring up more trolls?
1: No, well, it brought out a well. You know, I always have the cat trolls that say like, "Enough with the cat already! Get rid of the cat! I'm here to <laughs> see knowledge." You know, so I'm like, "Well, this <laughs> I'm one of like six hundred billion videos on YouTube. You got plenty to choose from." And uh, a couple of people like. The, the troll is just stupid, but it really was only just, you know, like maybe out of the all the comments that I seem to have read, maybe five to seven negative ones. The most, mostly everyone was good. Really good reaction.
3: Yeah. A lot of people understood it. I think, you know, if you're around for a little while and you, and you watch um, and pay attention to the comments, you, you totally get the. The sensibility that we were kind of dealing with, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. and we have we have great we have good uh, improvements for the Mister Troll coming up in the next couple of videos, but <laughs> we, we're not going to overdo him. But we we have uh, Dave and I. I, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about creativity. Dave and I always brainstorm from a point of view of like just being silly. And we just goof around in the shop. And then all of a sudden, like, a light bulb
3: goes off over our head after we're done laughing. And we're like. And there's two cat paws, like, making a sign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good example I've used.
2: (laughs) This is a question for both of you. Do you find that you are more creative when you guys are together and you can bounce ideas off of each other?
1: I think we always come up with good ideas together. And then alone, you know, Dave will come in, like, with a fire under his butt. And he's, like, running around the shop. And I'm like, he, like, found something really cool in the garbage. Oh, or like he'll he'll call me like he won't not he will have left the shop earlier than me and I get there later and he's like don't throw away the the red umbrella <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true he knows I get into like cleaning fits and he's like don't throw away the red umbrella I need that and there's like a crumpled up umbrella in the corner it looks like somebody beat it up
0: and he made a beautiful video I think one of your best videos is the umbrella Oh, thank yeah. That is an awesome one. So, David, give us, I mean, I think if anybody's been listening for a while, they probably know the story, but give us the uh, kind of short version of how you ended up in Jimmy's shop.
3: Um, Well, I attended the same school. We actually took the same program at uh, the School of Visual Arts. Uh, Um, 20 years apart. Yeah, and then I unknowingly signed up for his class and knew him. I mean, I knew that I was signing up for the class, but I you know, Jimmy was giving his rundown uh, of his background, and I recognized
1: on the first day first, of class
3: his TV show um, "Trash to Cash." <laughs> he was talking briefly about that, and I I watched and loved that show.
1: Can I can I cut in? I think if correct me if I'm wrong. I vaguely remember and now. This is eight years ago. Uh I vaguely remember while I was talking about my stuff in class. You like whoa. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the guy. Yeah, yeah. Did I, you do I,
2: something I, like that?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I <laughs> made the connection. and As I was talking, and he's like, y- you're the guy on that TV show. I'm I loved like, oh,
3: it. Me. It was so great. Because um, that was around like Junkyard Wars and before things got really um, settled into just useless drama. And it was more build oriented. So anyhow, um, so I was there and, and uh, we became pals, you know, and I um, offered to to come to the shop, you know, said I said, I'm, I'm pretty good with a broom and I'd like to hang around uh, and learn stuff. And then Jimmy yeah. had seen that I had um, a, a given skill set already. And um, after a little while offered to pay me to like hang around and be youthful. So here we yep. are.
1: Yeah. that was a while ago. And Dave's come and gone a few times. He's gone and talk a little bit about your dad shopping. and huh, when you were coming up.
3: Um, well, A lot of these things, these skills that I've had, I've been doing since I was a wee lad because uh, my father owned a construction business um, and within that business did a lot of different work. Um, And then we built our own house, uh, then moved into an old Victorian and completely restored it. Um, So there were all these things, you know, when I was just like a, a young teenager and I just wanted to go build forts in the woods and skateboard and like. You know, play with fire and they, uh, yeah. I then also had to help on the weekends. You know, we had chores and litter patrol and all these things to do. So, anyhow, you know, it was a bit of a drag. And then, uh, moving to the city, I found this program where I could utilize these things in a creative fashion, which really, um, so your dad forced you to like build
1: things and he forced you to like,
3: well, yeah. You know, I was pulling nails, uh, you know, when I was. I don't know, uh, uh, just a boy. So, it, yeah, it, it's been around, and it was just something that was um, that was mandatory and <laughs> um, so less desirable. You know,
1: we joke around. D- Dave and I both always have a joke because Dave's dad was a little bit volatile, and so was mine. And so we have this joke: like when we when we ha- invite someone new to the shop, the big test is we always kind of passively wait and see how they wrap up the cord to the compressor. <laughs> <laughs> And if they do a horrible job, we know that they didn't grow up getting screamed at to do things a certain way, well, that's, the right way. That's funny
3: because <laughs> exactly. that was something he saw me do, uh, you know, just twist the the, the knots out of it. Um, yeah.
1: our, our, I have an old, old uh, com- air compressor hose. It's probably 20 years old. But it's manufactured with that loop, like a telephone cord. And if you don't wrap it up in that same loop, it does whatever it wants in a complete hey what It looks like a clock spring that's been popped out of a clock. <laughs> and if yeah. you don't wrap the, the compressor cord upright or the compressor hose, it looks like that. And so some people we have, like, you know, interns and stuff, and, and uh, they'll, we'll look back and, and be like, who wrapped up the cord? <laughs> I did. Why is there something wrong? I'm like, yeah, it's totally wrong. Take it out, <laughs> stretch it 25 feet, and let it naturally loop the way it's supposed to loop.
0: That's funny. That's like a guitar player thing too. Because anybody who's had to like pack in guitar chords, they know how to do that little twist as you're yeah, yeah. as you're Bloop, it, you're a
1: thing it over. So the loops fall on top of one another. It's exactly what some That's people it. don't do with the extension cord. Uh with the with uh with the hose and extension cords is another test. Like so in and around the shop, like when people come and go and we're on a job site and we watch other teams making things and we look at their toolkit and we see like the extension cord looks like a you know like a, like a, a bird's tumbleweed. nest <laughs> a tumbleweed, <laughs> and it's got like four joints in it because they've cut it with circular saw, so it's got like <laughs> it's got like twisty knots. Uh, it's got wire nuts on it, and pigtails. <laughs> yeah, so Dave and I always uh you know we're always very conscientious of those type of things, and and that's why that's I think that's why we hit it off early on is because they they yeah, we said, fell into
3: a groove. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> my and dad still... screamed at me
1: too. We were like, oh yeah, your dad screamed at you too.
0: <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs>
3: Yeah, a good line from my dad was, uh, you know, if I ever do anything that's interesting one day and and write a book, uh, I think I'll title it something like, I want you to want to rake the leaves. (laughs) 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 That was one of his big lines, you know.
1: Which is so funny because when he told me that, whatever, seven or eight years ago, I cracked up laughing because it's exactly the same thing. My dad, I'd be like, Dad, hey, I'm going to go drink beers in the schoolyard, you know, behind your back and smoke cigarettes. And he's like, no, 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 (laughs) you have to stay here and clean the garage. I'm like it's Friday night. I'm 16, and I'm supposed to go drink beers in the schoolyard. You no, know, we have to take everything out of the garage, reorganize the garage, and put it all back right now. I'm like, no, but I, I have to. <laughs> and then like I'd be in the garage looking down the garage, uh, down the driveway, and I'd see my friends. They'd like sneak by with like a brown bag, like we got the beer. Come on, let's go. I'm like, I have to sweep. I can't go until like two hours from now. So, <laughs> <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> we kind of bonded on that.
3: So yeah, it's you know, it's funny because I'm very, very close with my dad and um and really fortunate. Uh, he's amazing. He's an incredible engineer and, and um, craftsman himself and now being older I understand a lot of these things, you know, that he was trying to drive home. Um and like I said, I can now utilize this skill set that I think is critical. Uh and that I'm incredibly fortunate to have. Uh, you know, and when like uh, a couple years ago I moved back upstate and, uh, you know, I did a couple of kitchens and bathrooms. And so I have a pretty decent knowledge of um, more practical work, too, plumbing and electrical and things like that, you know. So um, I just I appreciate it now. And these are things that that will always be needed. You know, people always need to eat and uh, defecate. So you have
1: the plumbing going, you think?
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's like a coffin maker never is never short on business
0: right right yeah yeah Yeah. that's cool well uh all right so let's talk about how you got started on youtube and like where where and how that happened around like what jimmy was doing and and all that i'm really curious about how that kind of i think the bug
1: kind of started with both well both of us dave dave worked on my last tv show dave was one of like the behind the scenes guys on dirty money cool so he actually was on camera a couple times too so when we did Dirty Money, right? Right after Dirty Money, I started doing YouTube.
3: Yeah, and, and we Dave had a immediately, couple of flip cams.
1: Yeah, Dave jumped right in and we just we just started making a couple of my first early videos were, were shot and edited by Dave when he was around and then he'd go away for a couple of days and then I'd shoot a couple of videos on my own and we'd come back and forth and you didn't really catch the bug until when like when you really wanted to just start doing your own things. When did you really get the bug?
3: About 7 months ago when I uh, after the saw blade knife video. That was kind of the first one that set it off, um, you know, and, and watching you guys and seeing that it's uh, that it's possible and, and getting inspired, you know. I mean, I think that's one of the huge things about this whole community. Um, and now I'm even receiving emails from people all over the world and, and, and uh, about just people being, whether they're entertained or inspired. How or many learning. subscribers you got now? Uh, almost 27,000.
1: Wow. <laughs>
3: Nice. It's, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's um, fairly well received, uh, but just that exchange, you know, is, is fantastic. Um, and, and that's actually how, I mean, that's how I got start, started pounding copper. I watched someone raise a vessel uh, in their garage, you know, just this like single take five minute video. Um, but the information was all there and I went at it, took a whack at it and was like, uh, you know, after a few passes, it, I, you know, I was off. And and uh, that fire was lit, so <laughs> it's very you know. I just I'm I'm pretty fond of that, and and so that uh, sparked the motivation. Um, and I've always you know, my dad is like the the dumpster whisperer, if you will, or you know, he just has this <laughs> in, incredible sense for for garbage. For example, I mean, um, years and years ago, when um, he was actually still living at home. Uh, his older sister had just started driving she forgot to put the car in park and the car rolled into the garage door uh, totally destroyed it and within like a day or two he came back found the perfect door that fit and everything uh, and replaced it found it on the side of the road fixed the garage door and awesome. uh, made it all right yeah you know so we it, again this thing you know these things were embarrassing like on the way to school he'd pull over and 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 find this beautiful cast um propane stove i remember it's just all these things you know or are seeing the the diamonds in the rough and um so i've had this subconscious sickness building you know he's like my enabler
2: between you know the the upcycling and the copper pounding and the woodworking and the metalworking. Do you have a favorite?
3: Um Yeah, you know, I think it's ideas, really. It, mm. It's it's concepts. I was very pleased. The things I like the most don't do do the worst on YouTube, like the Christmas tree. <laughs> I found a Christmas tree on the street and dragged it home to the shop like a dead pig. <laughs> and uh, you know, and made it into a walking stick that had like a, a litter picker upper feature in the bottom, you know. And that was also because when we were kids, we'd get sticks and go on litter patrol and clean the neighborhood. But, um, you know, so it's just finding uses. There's so much available. Um, and it just works out that I'm, you know, not loaded. So the price <laughs> is right, you know. I mean, uh, and just new ways of thinking. I mean, um, and, and watching guys like uh, Izzy or... Izzy Swan or or Matias, you know, making just these different new contraptions or ideas and and really um, starting from that, you know, and then figuring it out whether... So I guess I'm giving you a runaround here, but I think concepts are really what I enjoy. Concepts and free stuff.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Free stuff is good, for sure. So um, I'm curious about how... Like, your videos have a have a particular like visual style to them, like a kind of cinematic look mm-hmm. um, that's different than a lot of people. Do you have like a background in photography or videography or Where does um, that come from?
3: Well, my buddy went to the same school while I was attending SVA. He was in the film program. And so I learned a lot from him, um, not only building props and, and learning about basically photographing them and and working within those sorts of parameters um and that got me interested in cinematography um and also you know one of the one of the things that really that i was hesitant about was looking like jimmy you know i'm in his house making videos um and so for a while you know a few times he's like dude make a video of that, make a video of that. And it's like, nah, you know, I'm, I'm in your shop. It's your brand. It's, I just felt like it was too close. And he goes, you'll figure it out, you know, make it, you'll find your own style. And, um, so then I, you know, at first it was simple with just different lighting and, and that, um, and now I think we've kind of, you know, branched off a bit, but I was definitely reluctant for that reason.
2: I'm assuming Jimmy is just using the ambient shop lights.
3: I'm lazy. Yes, I'm lazy. (laughs) And yours
2: seems to have like a, it's a little bit more dramatic with a dark background and almost like a shadowy spotlight on some of your things. And I think instantly uh, I was able to see a complete difference between the two videos. And I'm like, that dude's got some style. That's cool.
1: Because what, I, I'm so lazy. Sometimes I'll be shooting something and Dave will just kind of wander by and look in the camera and I'll be like, dude, get the lights. And I'll be like, ah, I'm, almost, I'm almost ready to shoot. He goes, just get the lights. And so Dave will go and like unwrap the lights from whatever he was using them on because they're always like in one spot of the building or the other. And so he'll drag them in and go, look, doesn't that look much better? And I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs>
2: well, I follow your Instagram as well, David, and you, the photography on there is fantastic. And I, I find it really inspiring. You, you definitely have a good eye.
3: Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot of fun. You know, I like to just wander and explore. It's a good way to, to kind of keep me healthy too. You know, it's nice. I, that's, I love this city because it's very, uh, diverse, of course, and all the stereotypes, melting pot and all these things. But, you know, it's incredible. I mean, I can walk around this place bummed out and it's like, and just see the way people live, how they're, you know, I know some people that have like a, a suitcase and a few books and they, and they move around in different places in my neighborhood. Um, and are like, are live in the dream, you know, that don't even want a, a place to live or so I, you just, I mean, it, there's a lot of inspiration and, um. Interesting things to find, you know it's there's a lot to explore around this town,
0: yeah, so you got two two Instagram accounts, and they both i mean you you run the dress to shop one, which has awesome photography and then your personal. I just want to point that out to people. Oh yeah, they're both both excellent. And I think Thank what
1: you. what happened was Dave. Dave was um, this was kind of and correct me if I'm wrong. Dave, I'm trying to remember the timing. Before Dave really kicked in his YouTube channel, he was really taking a lot of photographs. He got into a mood where he was taking a lot of pictures, and yeah. And I just kind of suggested, I'm like, hey, if you want a subject, you could just keep taking pictures of me because I'm so vain. So if you want to just keep <laughs> taking my picture. <laughs> And no, that's kind of obviously a joke, I think. But the idea was,
0: <laughs> I, can, I can just picture every time he sets up a shot, Jimmy just like jumps in front of the camera. He's like, "Oh, hey,
1: oh, look where I am! I'm shooting him right now." <laughs> yeah, I have two GoPros on my hat, um, <laughs> clipped on my visor. No, the 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 idea was is that cause I put up so much stuff on my, my Instagram. I noticed some of the stuff where I was kind of in the pictures, got a little bit of a reaction, like, Oh cool. We get to see what you're doing. And so that was, that was the idea is that Dave would run this Instagram, which would just be kind of like a bird's eye point of view of me. Like, holding a tool because usually I'm like holding the camera in my own Instagram and never holding a tool. So that was the idea. And Dave kind of really started getting creative with that. And then so he started doing videos. So every once in a while we come up with a funny picture for the Durester Instagram, although we don't do it all as much as we did in the beginning because now we're both really busy doing, you know, whatever is in the shop. Yeah. And so now Dave has really kind of gotten himself into his videos, which is great to see.
0: So Yeah. Speaking of like what you guys are working on in the shop, David, are you taking on like your own, you know, commission type work for from people or are you must mostly- I am yeah, um, I'm actually uh, right now I'm working on
3: um, air compressor armpit farts <laughs> uh, I've got a That's range on
1: Periscope actually.
3: <laughs> I've got a range of about an octave it's, it's getting better I've nailed jingle smells on camera <laughs> <laughs> that <was really> good. <laughs> uh, so that and then I also have I can't really elaborate because I signed a a non-disclosure agreement but a, a gentleman from the Upper East Side actually here's a, a good connection um, sorry my headphone just fell out here we're kind of sharing so okay um, a gentleman hired me he, he acquired a patent for this uh, gizmo if you will I'm building it all out of mild steel and I'm building uh, the proof of concept
1: how did he find you by the way he found
3: honest. me sorry I got a little flustered there with my Headphone dropping. Um, he watched my YouTube videos. Really? Yeah, oh, wow. and it wasn't a, like a cold call. It was a recommendation from a friend who goes, you know, I know this local guy. Um, here's reference. You can see some of his projects. So he flipped through and, and watched a few videos. We met. Um, we spoke and struck up a deal. So
0: awesome.
3: um, Yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's a functioning object, um, and... It's going in stages, Um, so like I said, this is just the initial proof of concept. So it's great, you know. Jimmy's been amazing. He's let me do. I've got um, you know photo shoot, prop work, and um, all kinds of different projects, smaller things. That so once
1: in in. a long while, I'll take like I'll be offered a project that I either don't want to do because I don't like the people involved, or logistically it's uh, it's difficult, and I'll just say, Dave, if you want this job, just take it and you do it, and you could use the truck or whatever if you need. And, you know, once in a while, he'll take it. But usually, he's in the same line with me. He's like, no, that guy's an idiot. I don't want to work for him either.
2: And, David, are you doing this work in Jimmy's shop? Yes. Is there any kind of scheduling conflicts? No,
1: Dave's working on the welding table. And, like, if I needed to jump in, he would just move out of the way. But right now, I'm working on, uh, I'm working on well, all day today, I'm working on the draw knife. Yesterday, we both had to take a break from what we were doing and do a, an installation at the pretzel shop all day. Um, for most of the day, so we both kind of had to get back on track together.
3: No, it actually works out really well because I'll be on the bench grinder, and then Jimmy mans the uh, tripped breaker, and he can flip it back on, and then yeah. switch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, one of the one of the circuits in our shop is keeps overloading too too fast. It used to take a lot longer, so we just got to change the breaker. So. Like I'll be I'll be air grinding and Dave will be sanding and then the lights go out. And we it both look black. at each other and we wait <laughs> for the other guy to move. It's like the guy who turned on the last machine is the loser. I get it because <laughs> 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 it's That's all cool. the way in the front of the building, which is a, a kind of a walk in the dark. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's funny. Like when the lights go out, like if there's four people in the shop. We all just look at each other. and It's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'll it. do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, when, so, it's like when you have a family of people and there's dog poop, you all pretend you don't see it. You just
0: wait for someone to... Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: cat not puke here in the house. Yeah, same here.
0: <laughs> so, David, like, what's your... Uh, do you have any kind of, like, plan with the YouTube stuff going forward as far as, like, um, the types of stuff you want to add that you haven't done yet? or Oh, um, well, you know, I mean, it's,
3: it's fairly organic. A lot of it, every bit of trash that I... Find everything is is all real, you know. I carry my camera with me, and so I will stumble on uh, something and just set up a quick shot and even shoot. I, you know, I have stuff. Basically, I have stuff on my hard drive now that I've found and just haven't. It hasn't come up as far as I'm. You know, I haven't dealt with it yet. I haven't used it, um, but I have that initial sequence of me finding it. So it's a bit organic in that sense, you know, depending on what people leave on the street. But I certainly would like to explore um, a bit more woodworking. You know, I haven't hand cut my dovetails yet. Um, uh, So there's, you know, you're
1: not seen that in the dovetail club? Not yet. No, I don't have my badge.
3: (laughs) Me neither. I haven't done it on camera. But, uh, you know, so I thought it'd be fun to put a, a twist on that. I have a few ideas to. To put a little twist in there, um, not in the board, but the idea, mm-hmm. and <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, I'd like to. I, I mean, it's it's pretty organic, and and again, I mean, I think I keep going back to this, but the like watching you guys and and, and other people um, really keeps my brain moving. You know, I like to stay hungry and 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 be inspired and learn things and it's really cool to watch the way other people are doing things or how they're thinking um and i think that just keeps a momentum you know in your in your gray matter somewhat
0: yeah i totally agree there's a bunch of new channels that i've heard about in the last maybe week or two weeks or so of you know and they're small but they're people that have said like I never thought I would make videos, and then from yeah. watching so and so, now I've decided that I'm going to start making videos, and it's just it's awesome to see it like spreading, you know. And people are just experimenting and they're trying things out, so that's great. And it's awesome to see that you've, you know, that you went down that path, and now it's like paying off for you. I mean, in in real world work, you know, on top of the just the YouTube stuff itself. That's yeah, totally fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's like when people constantly say. It's funny. I mean, I, 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 I get calls from TV producers and this, that, and, you know, and then also people that own bars. And I just, it's so nice to be able to say, oh, just Google me and you'll figure it out. They're like, can you send me some work? I'm like, just Google me and
3: you'll figure it out. I'm like,
1: oh, okay. And then yeah. they'll call me like, oh my God, you're insane.
3: No, that's Michael, the thing. Thank you, very much. you know, YouTube for me, I've I've noticed it's like a live resume because it's mm. always been a major problem for me to. It's really hard for me to present myself on paper. I mean, everyone's you know on a resume, we're all good problem solvers. We're all timely. We're all good with Microsoft Word. You know, I mean, it's just very vague and bland. Um, and so, this is a way you know to to really show some real time problem solving. Um, mm. You know, I think it's it's a it's it's an interesting new take on
0: the resume, if you will. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good thought. I never Mm -hmm. thought of it that way.
1: Instagram too. I constantly tell people like, "How do I get my work out there?" I said, "I know for I mean, Taylor is my biggest example. Uh, She started getting work because of her Instagram." I said, "Just start an Instagram. You know, don't paint, don't post pictures of of you know stuff that's not your work. Just post pictures of your work. Focus it on the things you want to try and sell and the things you want to promote." And people will start to react to it, and friends of friends. You know, we, how many times do we put up pictures on Instagram, and then somebody tags somebody else in, and you have no idea who the person is or the person they tag. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You yeah. know, you don't know what potential either one of them have as a client. So it's a it's it's a perfect example. You know, the more you put out, the more you'll get back.
0: Yeah, definitely. I and I agree with you on Instagram, but uh, you know, David's totally right that the video end of things is a much maybe more honest even though it's edited you know and it's it is still produced it's probably a more honest picture of like your skill set and like what you're capable of and how you want to tell a story you know because anybody could set up a a photo to look like you know what you're doing sure Um, (laughs) you know what i mean yeah but the video stuff like you know somebody actually watching you do a thing and seeing the end result of it um even in a time compressed manner you know is is a much better indication of like what you're really capable of. Not that that's the only way to do it, but it, you're totally right in that it's really good for that.
2: There's a rumor that the two of you did a job for a certain celebrity. Do you care to talk about that?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might have mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. That's funny. And Dave, and uh, this is the, the, the fabled story of the uh, the red shirt. <laughs> Dave knows a little bit more of the details of it because I kind of blocked them out. <laughs> 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 but I'll tell you the quick how people always want to know. I, I worked for Leonardo DiCaprio for the summer of 2009 quite a bit. We did a lot of things in his apartment, and the way that came about was one of my interior de- de- one of my interior decorators uh, got the job to do a model apartment down at the River House, and the River House is this like modern. Uh, it was supposed to be all green apartment building. It didn't create emissions and it had a green roof and all this other stuff. So it was, and Leonardo DiCaprio being in that frame of mind was attracted to the building and he became one of the early adapters to, or buyers of the building. So when the building was ready, Leo was going to move in. And this apparently was news, but I didn't know it. And so me and the, my interior designer, and I, and I think Dave, you helped a little bit with that apartment, we did one of the model apartments. And then right next to our model apartment, Tom Felicia from Queer Eyes. He did the model apartment beside it. So we had two model apartments in this whole building complex that were slightly different. Ours is more clean and sleek. And Tom Felicia's looked like a carnival in the back of an 18-wheeler crashed into a building.
3: <laughs> How do you really feel? It,
1: it, he, I, I'm not even joking when I say this. He had live-edge boards screwed across a brand-new giant window on the 10th floor of a building. Maybe he hates light. Like, maybe. I'm like, oh, you're going to screw those like 10-inch-wide live-edge boards that are like 8 feet wide? So it looked like you were inside of like an abandoned shack, like about to get Mm. shot strapped to a chair. I'm like, you, this is, you really going to, okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing here. Um, Edgy theme. (laughs) He saw me and he, right away, he said, he goes, wow, you seem like you're really, you're handy, whatever. And uh, he was actually very funny, Tom Felicia. We spent some time together because he invited me. He he spoke to my decorator and said, I need hand. And so he introduced, she introduced me to him and we hit it off right away. And then I helped him in that model. So I was working in both of them. But one of them was kind of our styling, and one was his. I was just helping him as a handyman, and so then, as a couple of months later, I get a call from my decorator. She goes, "Guess what?" Leo likes our model apartment, and he wants to do a lot of things just like the way we did them. It's like awesome! That's great. Nice. So you know, I, eventually I went up and I met him. He was super nice. We were in his apartment. It was just all sheetrock walls. There was nothing in there, and he was super cool. You know, like I tried not to, to act stupid, and so I went. I shook his hand. I said hello. I love you, Leo. (laughs) He was so normal. I I mean, obviously, he's very sick. He's extremely successful, but he was very just, he doesn't have a care in the world because obviously, you know, he has everything he might ever want.
3: But firm handshake, too.
1: Yeah, he's a nice guy, and he's, you know, looks you in the eye, and he's very honest, and he's very cool. I mean, I have nothing but nice things to say about him. And as a client, he was easygoing. And his mother, who was also part of the design process, was super sweet. And his mother is, was an immigrant that kind of came from nothing, and she told us her story, and she was super sweet. I spent some time alone with her in the apartment while we were making decisions. And so, Anyway, we did his bedroom, and then we did, the, we did some stuff in the kitchen. We did some stuff in the dining room, all just like kind of little things, nothing huge. It wasn't like a makeover in the kitchen, but we made a table in the corner that worked with the appliances. And, and uh, so then it came to we did the, the roof deck, and he said, hey, can we do a roof deck up here? And I'm like, sure. So we looked at it, and we came up with some designs and some materials with the interior designer. She was, she was the catalyst for the whole thing and the designer. You know, I was just offering what I know I could do. And we were working with it, and we came up with this, this whole roof deck system, which basically was going to be about eight sections, about the size of a small refrigerator, and they would all get pieced together on the roof and make up a deck that was probably about, I can't remember, it was about 12 by 12 feet, maybe 12 by 18 feet, so each piece was about four, or maybe about six feet by two feet wide, something like that. So I can't remember, but it was about eight pieces that were about 20 inches deep, or rather 20 inches high. And we screw them all together, and then we put planks across the whole top. So I made the whole thing modular so that we could bring it to the to the building. Each piece fit in the elevator, went up to the top floor, and then we had to carry it into his apartment and then up his private bulkhead to the roof. And so it was the two days before July Fourth because he had a, he was having a July Fourth party, so everything had to be done on this day. And it was down. We woke up that morning, loaded the truck. It downpoured like cats and dogs. Oh, and I, I'm remembering it now. It's starting to come back to me. We were waiting for the phone call when all his buddies were going to be out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. Right? Something like that. I remember sitting in the car just waiting for the phone to ring. Yeah. And, and we had three carloads of things. Like the, 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 my truck was too small to carry everything we needed. And I'm in the Lower East Side, and this was sort of in, in Battery Park City. It's like a two-mile ride, but it's a different world. And uh, so we had to go over with three loads of stuff. And the first carload, I remember we were just sitting and waiting for the phone to ring so that we can get the okay to go up into the apartment. And we got the okay, and then we went up into the apartment, and like Elijah Wood and a couple of other actors were all hanging around, other like familiar faces were like watching. I don't know, was there Netflix in 2009? Because they were all huddled on the couch watching TV. And Dave and I were like walking by like sweaty animals, because it was like 110 degrees out. And we're walking past this like TV room that I built. I built like the cabinets and everything in the TV room, and these guys are all just huddled up on the couch in blankets because the air conditioning was like 50 degrees. And Dave and I were walking by carrying these things like the size of refrigerators made out of like treated lumber.
3: Yeah, it was pressure-treated framing, um, which is wet and
1: it was heavy wet, as can be on its heavy. Own. Mm-hmm.
3: And then decked in treks, you know, the plastic. Yeah, we had treks composite. around
1: the skirts of each piece, 20 inches high, so that when we got on the roof, then we would put treks across the whole top. So I had all the treks parts cut to fit, so we didn't have to cut anything. We just had to assemble.
3: And then we filled it all with sand.
1: <laughs> no, and we carried them up. We carried each piece up the bulkhead, and then D- Dave always jokes. He said he never thought that I was going to die until that moment. I,
3: I that actually, yeah, freaked me out. <laughs> this the look on his face um, was insane because we the bulkhead went up, and then there was a landing and this goofy high rail that we had to go over. Um, so we switched. You know, the one guy would get the the high side, and you had to lift this thing up over your head. And we were, we just made it full extension. And Jimmy's like, uh, just, I mean, I'm trying to think of ways to describe it. So it makes sense audibly. Um, but it, it, I mean, and still be family friendly here. He, uh, (laughs) it was just this look of stress and fear and (laughs) hunger and sweat, you know, I mean, just all these things rolled up. Because there
1: was um, all this pressure on top of us. The the decorator said it has to be done on this day. And then um, now all of a sudden I'm like, if this first piece doesn't fit up and over the bulkhead, that means all eight of these pieces are going to have to be cut in the street to fit and then reassembled up on the deck, which is a whole – like literally a half a day's worth of work I didn't have scheduled. And so anyway, we, we were able to make the turn without bouncing off the walls, which was the big problem because it's like a beautifully perfect sheetrock
3: st- stairwell. Yeah, and we went like up, operation.
1: And it, it, these things weigh <laughs> probably 150 pounds each. You know, More which, than
3: that, no, they had to be. Yeah, they were heavy. It was crazy. So
1: we got them <laughs> up and over, and we got the whole deck put together, and so that we our day started at like six in the morning, and it ended at like maybe eight at night. I remember the sun was just going down.
3: Yeah, and then it uh, the clouds parted for a little while, um, and we were on our home stretch, and we had, you know, we each had a bar of soap, and we were like, and stainless screws, you know, and and you know how you butter them up to get them to go. Oh, in that's
1: and, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> so, so all the trucks would be in. All the tracks were being put in with stainless steel screws, so they wouldn't leave a stain. And we had bars of soap, and we were buttering them up so that they would.
3: So they would slide, up. and uh, so <laughs> the thing was getting slick. And and we, I mean, even to to establish the, the footprint of this thing, there were weeds, and uh, I mean, there was there was stuff growing, and you know, because there was a
1: green roof, so there was tons of plants on the roof, and we mm-hmm. had to put the deck down on top of the plants.
3: And so we're uh, we're like spelunking with claw hammers, <laughs> you know, and. Uh,
1: we're pulling trees out of the ground with claw hammers just to make room. So the deck wasn't buried in. It wasn't like we were out in the in someone's backyard. We were on a roof of a building, so
3: it was. Um, so it was a long, treacherous day, um, and things, you know, we prevailed.
1: The thing was that we both had on red shirts for some reason, so the red shirt became like our good luck shirt. Dave's wearing the run, same
3: right. one. He's <laughs>
1: actually he has the same exact one from two thousand and nine. I had made a bunch of shirts in class. I taught students how to do silk screening. So I happened to buy like red shirts from Walmart or something. So I made a bunch of shirts and we both had one that said Duresta on them. And it was before I established my logo. So if you see this logo, it's like a steel beam with the word Duresta in it. I just took it off Hmm. of the internet and I put my name instead of what it said. And and, uh, as we were leaving, Leonardo DiCaprio was there in his bedroom, which he was kind of like putting his watch on or whatever. We walked by the room. He wasn't there all day. He wasn't there at all. And he's like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" I was like, "Well, I was told to have the deck up there by now." He goes, "Is it there?" I go, "Yeah, we just spent the entire day putting it up." He goes, "No way! Can we go look at it?" And so we went up and <laughs> we went up and looked at it. And he was—it was pouring rain out. It was me and him and Dave. And do
3: you remember that? We he
0: did there. like a little
3: Irish jig on the
0: thing. Yeah, he like <laughs> he
1: had his arms out like he was in the front of the Titanic. He goes, "I can't believe this looks amazing." I was like, "Oh wow! I'm so happy you like it." I yeah. almost killed myself. I said three times. I almost jumped over the side. <laughs> <laughs>
3: just didn't stop walking.
1: And, and then, and then at one point, Dave dropped a, like a twelve foot by six inch wide board down the elevator shaft I don't remember from like that. the sixth floor. We were like carrying them out like like this out, and one of them slipped out of his hands and fell down the elevator shaft. It was one of those like there was a long pause, and then we heard it hit the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and this building is
3: like a brand new building, and they just like we're like. We thought it was going to wedge the elevator up oh, or something. Man. And Dave was, said,
1: to, what did you say to the super? You go, I have to go into the basement to see if everything's all right. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we checked on it.
1: So Dave went down to the basement with the super
3: and came back up with the plank. Yeah, we got it. Nice. It was well, a nice guy, yeah.
0: Recovery.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the, the red shirts, we're going to be offering them on DiResta's website soon. They'll be on my store. <laughs> nice. uh, good luck, red shirts. Well, yeah,
3: luck not included.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was one of the most stressful days that together we've ever I have ever actually had in general besides another day which we'll tell in a different podcast.
2: But st- stressful but the the lesson learned is that you 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 went th- you made it through and yeah. everybody was super happy yeah. and it was successful, right? You know what I
1: mean what yeah. what probably would have alleviated the stress that we went through that day especially me was that if we would have made it a 2-day build. We did it all within one day. And Dave and I always, we like to say, like, we're going to do it. We, we always call it a bank robbery. Like it's a perfect, like a heist, you a know. A <laughs> perfectly orchestrated heist. Like, when we get in and do something, it's not we're not going to leave, like, a milk crate full of tools in the corner and our shoes and, like, you know, a lunch box. No. We go in, we do something, and then we leave. And, like, hopefully.
3: No tracks. No tracks.
1: <laughs> we take everything with us. You know, we, we bring a broom if we have to. Uh, but we go in, we do what we got to do, and we split. And that was one of those days but there was so, you know, including the rainstorm and the fact that I had to drive, and the fact that like we had to wait to hear if it, all the coast was clear. And at the at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, we were waiting for you to be. He goes, he goes, I wouldn't have cared. You could have come up here and worked, but you know, because he's such a celebrity, everybody kind of treats him with kid gloves, and they're afraid to insult him. When I, you know, I got to, to know him, you know, at least in that little few minutes I hung out with him, and he was just like, no, do do, do whatever you got to do. I mean, that's what he said to me. I don't know if he told the decorator, no, I don't want anybody here. But there was like that little miscommunication, which like kept giving us like blocks of time where we were just waiting for no reason. Hmm. So, and then I just kept stressing that we weren't going to have enough time to finish. And then, then, when we went upstairs and things almost didn't fit into the hallway upstairs, that was just a whole another stress thing.
3: That was there were probably four years of jobs like that, right? I mean, just yeah. that's one of the things that um, is interesting about working in the shop is that you know everything has to come through that hatch in the street. Which is about, I think, just over forty nine inches corner to corner. Mm -hmm. Um, You could just fit a sheet of plywood out. You can't put if you put if you screw two sheets of three quarter inch
1: plywood together, you couldn't get it out that hole.
3: Yeah. Oh, (laughs)
1: really? Wow.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, we have a the dance down. You know, when we load in and out, we can go
1: up through the building with a lot much much longer, wider things, but then my neighbors kind of spit at the ground when they see me, so <laughs> I always try and go through the sidewalk as much as possible. That's kind of what we call, like, kind of the, the behind-the-scenes entrance.
0: Hmm. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Um, so, Wilder, you're going to be at WIA this year, right? Are you going? Yes,
3: yes, yes.
1: We're going to drive out on a Thursday, I, I decided, because uh, everyone keeps asking if I was going to be there on Friday, but I, I was just going to get a substitute. I was going to go after class, but now I'm going to just, we'll leave on Thursday, and we'll be there all day Friday
0: and
3: Saturday. Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be cool to hang with everybody and, uh, you know, meet in real human life. It'll be awesome. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, too. So, for everybody listening, uh, that is September 25th and 26th in Kansas City. And we're all going to be there, and a whole bunch of other people are going to be there, like a whole bunch. Um, there's actually a list of everybody that's going to be there at uh, videowoodworkers.com. Is that right? That sounds right. That's it. I think that's it. Go check that. If it's not that, that's probably an interesting site as well. <laughs> I don't think that's that. uh, yeah, th- there's a list of everybody. It's a whole bunch of people. Seems like and- everybody's
1: going to be there. People that aren't like signed up for the thing, I'm sure, going to be there as well. That are just you know coming to hang out. So
0: yeah, we're just getting a booth, just a place to hang and meet people and talk and stuff. So, um, like we said before, you don't have to pay for the whole conference, which I think is pretty expensive, but uh, you can pay just like. Ten dollars. I think it's even cheaper if you buy ahead of time, but you uh, can buy just the m- ticket for the marketplace, and that's where like all the vendors are, and the you know there's like tools you can look at and stuff you can buy and everything. And we will be there, so yeah. uh, if you want to hang out with us, that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are we watching? What have you guys been watching? You go, Dave. All right. Uh, so I'm
2: going with Pat. The French Canadian and his channel is called the pick boy. And I don't know if you've seen his videos, but they kind of have like a heavy metal type edge to them. And he's wood turning and woodworking. They're really, really well done videos. His daytime job has something to do with television. So he has like these video skills and they're so well done. He stopped by my shop the other day. He was traveling down from Quebec Him and his girlfriend, they're checking out the U.S., and they stopped by. We hung out, ate some food, talk shop, good stuff. So please check him out. He's an awesome guy, and his videos will blow you away, I promise. Cool. Cool. The Pit Boy? Uh, It's L-E-P-I-C-B-O-I-S, and that is French for the woodpecker.
1: Oh, cool.
0: We'll put a link to it in the show notes.
1: Cool. I've been watching uh, Eric the Car Guy, and – my friend Jody Collier from WeldingTipsAndTricks.com. dot uh, We've been talking a little bit through the internet, and we're going to try and start a. Uh, we're going to try and start a, uh, a salon a couple days, uh, a couple times a month, where we kind of just get together and talk about ideas, you know, behind the scenes. So I've been just catching up on what those guys are up to. Eric the Car Guy and Welding Tips and Tricks by Jody Collier. So both very skilled,
0: good YouTubers, very successful YouTubers, and mm-hmm. good guys. I was really hoping you were going to start doing people's hair there for a minute. <laughs> Said salon. <laughs> yeah, really oh, yeah. Excited. No, you know what I
1: mean? The first time I heard the word salon, I was like, I didn't understand <laughs> what it meant. But it's just a place to just get together and share ideas. You know, and yeah. the fact that yeah. we're all three such different YouTubers, we might cross pollinate and come up with some good Sweet. stuff and just, you know, just to help each other. And then I'm sure that's going to grow. It was Jody's idea, and he reached out to us. And Jody's a great guy. I'm, I'm so happy to get to know him personally. Maybe
3: some cornrows.
1: Yes. <laughs> hey, Cor, you got enough hair. Why don't you show, show everybody yeah. your hair? They show can't everybody.
3: see it. This is radio. Yeah,
1: well show show <laughs> these guys your hair. Show how far down it goes. Stand
3: up. I'm gonna lose my headpiece. This thing's so hard to deal with. Day's has like forty inches long. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see
1: uh when um who's the guy who Jason Newstead when he swings his head around? That's yeah. It's not that long. There you go. Got oh, look, look, it goes out of frame. It's look
2: at no those way. beautiful locks. Yeah.
3: Wait, there it is. His hair goes out of frame. <laughs> no, it's it's under my belly button. Yeah. Dang. You know, made it myself.
2: David, do you have any conditioner tips for our listeners?
3: Uh, <laughs> or, or yeah, man. Though. Just um, I would say rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> it's on the bottle, but it never. You know, it's tried and true.
1: If you have baby hair like me, don't don't tussle it too hard. It falls out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Jimmy.
3: You gotta be careful putting that ball cap on. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the rest of the caps with bangs in them. So when you put them on, it looks like
2: you have oh, hairs. Oh man out of the front so, instead of the mullet caps, you got the bang caps. That's it's called awesome. bang caps. <laughs> <laughs> I said that a couple days ago.
3: <laughs> this little wispies will get jealous.
2: David, do you have any YouTube channels to recommend?
3: You know, I'm watching a lot of other things. I I, okay. I watch the makers, um, but there's a channel Big Think that's very interesting. I love SciShow. Um Mm, yeah, you know, I like a, I have quite a wide variety of things that inspire me and just kind of keep me sort of hungry and, and curious. But um, definitely, Big Think is interesting. They do a bit with, uh, you know, they they have bits where they'll have a, a kid ask a question. Like actually, this week, the, the last one was they asked Bill Nye. A kid asked, "What about hydraulic knees?" You know, and so. Um, they they just talk and and contemplate these different things and philosophies oh, yeah. and what have you. So
0: yeah, big Think is is pretty cool. Awesome. Cool. Well, I um I have a, a recommendation, but then also a little follow up from a couple of weeks ago. So I it, I saw this video today, and I'm only it's only interesting to me because it's part Star Wars and part electronics stuff. Because I'm like you know right now I'm inundated with LEDs and. Boards and all the stuff that I'm working on. So I found this video. I don't know how I found it today. It's called Darth Punk The Funk Awakens. <laughs> and it, it's this, um, it's like this, you know, kind of techno song music video is what it is. But the two main characters, so there's this girl who's like a Jedi, and then there's a Boba Fett with a gold helmet and a Darth Vader with a silver helmet. And they're like Daft Punk style LED explosion. And so this video is just crazy lights and effects everywhere and everybody is is like wrapped in LEDs and their shoes blink when they walk and it's just it's like it's just really awesome to look at. But it looks like something came straight out of Adafruit, you know like all the LEDs and everything. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. Uh so I've been watching that. But the follow-up, remember when we were doing um the question and answers, Josh asked us about pineapple.
2: Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah.
0: Okay. So he after we we uh, talked about that, then he sent me a link. I know Josh, uh, he sent me a link. Why does pineapple irritate your mouth? Hmm. and it's actually a thing. Oh. I'm going to give you the really boring, short answer. Pineapples contain a plant protease enzyme called bromelain. It's used as a meat tenderizer, and it may induce a prickly sensation in the mouth when consumed.: Oh, awesome. Wow, that's exactly why I don't eat pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> So, even though I thought he was crazy, sometimes fried eggs
3: make my mouth itch, but I don't know if that's related. That sounds like an allergy
0: <laughs> <laughs> only fried eggs Not yeah like, eggs, yeah, maybe it's the oil. I just'm just probably the gallon of hot sauce you put on everything. oh yeah <laughs> cool. well, so now we have the uh the pineapple thing solved. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it for us. Uh, where can we find out about everybody? I
2: want to promote my book. It is coming out. <laughs> I should. It's coming out September 15th, and it'll be available in all the major bookstores and woodworking stores. It's called The New Bandsaw Box Book, presented by The Drunken Woodworker. Awesome. And uh, we're going to put a link in the show notes for you to pre-order it on Amazon. I am going to sell a few copies from my website. I'm going to do a limited signed copy. And then once those are gone, that's it. I won't sell anymore. I actually make more money if I sell the book myself, but I don't want to be involved in all the shipping. I'm going to direct everybody to Amazon. So we'll put a link in the show notes.
0: Are you still going to bring those to
2: WIA? I think I'm going to have them ship a box over to WIA and have them there. Yes. So I, I should have them.
3: Would you be offended if I made a bandsaw box out of your book?
2: That would be amazing.
3: That would just <laughs> blow my
2: mind. Please uh, cool. do <laughs> out of
0: copper, out of <laughs> <laughs> copper, and an umbrella. Done.
2: Yeah, sweet. Uh,
0: before we move on, can we can we talk about something about uh, your name change? Oh sure, sure. Yeah. Um, you want to give us a down on that?
2: Yes, yes. So you know, for the past three years, I've been known as the drunken woodworker. And I just did an official change on my YouTube channel and I, I changed it from The Drunken Woodworker to Make Something. And the reason is, for that is high school kids have been making my boxes and in their classes. And I've been getting emails and letters from kids, you know, thanking me and, and asking me questions. And it just didn't feel right anymore to be called The Drunken Woodworker. It was kind of embarrassing, actually. And the whole name started as a joke. I'll save that story for another time. So I'm officially changing everything from The Drunken Woodworker to Make Something, which probably is going to upset my publisher, since the book is called mm-hmm. The New Band's All Box, book by The Drunken Woodworker.
0: But anyway. That's what, that's what made me think of it. But yeah. <laughs> Yes. You should so. start two channels. You should just like put on a wig
1: or something and be the drunken woodworker and then be yourself for make stuff.
2: Jimmy, stop trolling me.
1: <laughs> uh, Alright,
0: so where can we find you guys?
1: I am at jimmydaresta.com toybacker.com and Google. Yes, yeah, so let's What's talk the about uh, the
2: toybacker thing. Yeah, oh, the toybacker
1: back thing is doing well, actually. Um, it it uh, Dave made Spike and we added... It to it. Carlos pushed us to make a little update video. Carlos is the owner of toybacker.com and the brainchild behind the figure. And so we put the, we put the video up just yesterday, which just kind of gives us an update. And Dave was the puppeteer. And uh, it was funny. We did like 40 takes of that and it would be funny when they just put all the takes up in a row of us trying to do that thing with his hands as Spike are on camera. I
3: prefer the term perpeteer.
1: Puppeteer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the spike's perpeteer.
1: Like and to- uh so we're at 60%. I just no actually 62%, 62, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. So thank you all very much for that. Yes. I,
2: I want to point out that Jimmy is not being vain or selfish by releasing this toy. This toy is Thanks. actually for good use, right? You want Thanks. to open up uh, a retreat shop for teaching. and Yeah, yeah. well,
1: the way it came about is Carlos said, hey, let's make a figure interview. You have so many fans, they would love to buy them. I'm like, you know, they probably wouldn't want to see me brag about myself and say, make a, you know, everybody buy a figure of me. I said, there has to be a reason. And at the same exact time, Taylor and I were coming up with this idea to do this thing. And either Taylor or Carlos came up with the idea of like, hey, why don't we just, you know, Use this to raise the initial funds to get the the architect drawings done, and maybe get the site, you know, excavated. So, so it's not a lot of money. I mean, I'll probably walk away with like twenty five thousand dollars if it works. But you know, again, that would just kind of fund the the initial starting. And and I know in my life when I start a project, it gets done. When I don't hmm. start it, it's just one of those things in my notebook. So this is going to be to get the project started. If, so, of course, it's a it's a it's a very minuscule amount of money when you're talking about building a building like I want to do. So, but it will get the ball rolling, and then it'll kind of force me to to sketch up scratch up the rest of the funds.
0: I think it's what really a what, what guys really beautiful I really hope it works because I'm looking forward to swapping the heads of my Jimmy and my Spike figures. <laughs> nah. ah, <that's> so. <laughs> you know, you could. It'd be funny if people could mold
1: them and then they could sell them too. So that'd be great, like a bootleg figure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a video be making a mold of it. Do it so once I have an extra one.
3: Mine's gonna be a pull string doll. Uh, I need oh. to consult you guys on the uh, electronics of how to like. Well, Dave
1: Dave keeps coming up with all the things it should say. Nothing. None of it is family friendly. So <laughs> one of these days you'll hear like the the electronics of Dave's imper- interpretation of the the dirty things that I say <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, Dave, where can we find out about you? Um, all your stuff. Check out uh, my YouTube channel. And uh, my Instagram, they're both under the same name, uh, David Welder, W A E L D E R. Um, and I kind of, you know, Instagram's just photos and, and some a bit of my uh, current happenings and some goofy nonsense. Um, but yeah, please, uh, thanks for the support. If anyone knows me who's listening, uh, I'm having a blast, you know, and I'm looking forward to more good times putting out videos and content. Yeah, keep it That's up.
0: awesome yeah definitely thanks for being on the show too we thank you guys it. Yeah, Look, looking forward to hanging out in Kansas City yep um, all my stuff is at I like to make stuff dot com as usual um, you can find me on Twitter with I like to make stuff without two F's so just one F Twitter <laughs> um, yeah. us off. <laughs> cool well that'll do it for us this week and uh, yeah I guess we'll see you guys next week thank all you
3: right. all heard. cool later on see ya